This podcast is for informational and educational purposes only. It is not a substitute for individual medical or mental health advice, and it does not constitute a provider-patient relationship. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Binge Eating Dietitian. My name is Jo, I'm a registered dietitian and a certified intuitive eating counsellor, and I'm here to smash the taboo of binge eating. I hope that I find you well today and I hope that these episodes are helping you to feel even a little bit less alone, less alienated, less stigmatised for binge eating. Seeing as you struggle with binge eating, you may find that December is just one long binge. This is a good time to just take a step back and reflect on how you approach food during this festive season, about your response to December, about how you go about the month. And of course, I'm not just talking about overeating here. If you are somebody who loves December because you love all the snack food it brings, all the cakes and chocolate and sweets that you don't get to have any other time of year, then you eat, drink and be merry. Once you're enjoying it, then I'm happy. Who I'm talking to today is people who identify as binge eating. And as I've described before, binge eating and overeating are very different because in binge eating, it's eating a large volume of food, sure, but there is a level of distress and a feeling of being out of control that people who overeat don't experience. If you are imagining a life without binge eating and these episodes are really striking a chord with you, but you still don't know where to begin, you still don't know how to stop, well, good news, my binge eating recovery program is for you. Please know that stopping binge eating is possible with the right guidance. Take it from me, I have guided many others in the same boat as you are in right now away from a chaotic relationship with eating to finally feeling calm and relaxed around food without the constant worry that the next binge is just around the corner. Now I'm bringing you the same strategy to stop binge eating, but in a format that is a fraction of the price of private coaching. From getting to grips with why you binge to adapting a new way of eating that means that you won't be second guessing every food choice anymore and you won't be starting a new plan every single Monday. You will be able to enjoy the foods that you used to binge on without binging on them anymore. Alongside the structured lessons, which by the way are a similar length to podcast episodes, so you can pop it in your ears and listen on the go. You will tailor the program to you with a 90-page workbook with all of the tools that you need. And we will troubleshoot any concerns that you have with live Q&A sessions over Zoom. You can ask me your questions live, or if you're not ready to talk openly about binge eating, that's okay, I've been there too. You can pre-submit them and catch up later. This expert-guided, self-paced program will enrich your relationship with food in so many ways. Go to the link in the description of this episode for immediate access to start today. I'll see you in there. Now, back to the episode. So today I'm tapping in to binge eating during the festive period and I'm going to offer you some tips that you can use to manage binge eating during this time. Radio. so I am just going to get straight into it. 
Tip number one for managing binge eating during the festive period is to keep reminding yourself that the January diet is not coming. All of the foods that you're enjoying now in December will still be available in January. And okay, of course, I don't mean that you're going to have access to your mum's homemade ham and turkey dinner or some like festive snacks like mince pies will be available. But what I'm saying is that those delicious snack foods like cakes, sweets, chocolate, crisp, pretzels, those are all available all year round. Unfortunately, we live in a culture where January brings a new year, a new me, and that's when the diet starts. It's tapped into our subconscious that there is some restrictive plan coming on the 1st of January. So in December, your job is to cram in as much food as possible. I want to ask you, on a normal week of the year, so not in December, are you somebody who starts a new diet on Monday and you're really, quote unquote, good with food until Friday, but then when Friday comes, all of your rules are just thrown out the window and it's just a binge from Friday evening until the diet starts again on Monday morning. Is that something that you identify with? Well, remember earlier I said that for some people, December is just a month-long binge. And I believe that that's because it's like December is the weekend and the other 11 months of the year are the week. So we try to be good with food from January till November. Of course, you know, that doesn't happen consistently as that but we try to be good with food throughout the year and then when December comes it's just one big binge before the diet starts in January. Whether it's a weekend or it's December you have to start telling yourself that there is no diet coming. It's not coming on Monday and it's certainly not coming in January. And I don't mean just tell yourself once. Now that you've listened to this podcast, you can tick that box and move on. No, anytime you have a thought that says, ah, I'll make up for this in January, I'm going to do some big diet in January, therefore I can eat whatever I want during December. The thing is, yeah, you can eat whatever you want during December, but you can also eat whatever you want every other month of the year. Anytime you have a thought that tells you that you need to, you know, eat this now because in January you're not going to have access to it, I have a little rhyme that you can use. The rhyme goes like this. This isn't a case of eat it now or never. I'll eat it today, on Monday, in January and whenever. Write that down, save it in the notes on your phone and whenever you have a thought that says I must eat everything I can now because in January it's not going to be available, I want you to pull that out and remind yourself of it. Making that active decision to remind yourself will reinforce that message that there is no Monday coming, there's no January diet and therefore food is not going to be limited at any point. All of the delicious foods that you're enjoying in December will be available in January and the rest of the year. Moving on to tip number two for managing festive binge eating is for the most part, choose foods that you actually enjoy. Next time you're sitting down with a cup of tea, pull out a pen and paper and write down 
all of the festive foods that you enjoy in the month of December. So whether that's things that you buy in or presents that you get or meals that you have out, write them all down. And then I want you to circle the ones that you actually like. This is revolutionary because it highlights that I bet there are foods that you eat in this festive period that you don't actually like. They don't bring you joy. You don't get satisfaction from them. Perhaps you're eating certain foods just because they're available, because they're in the house. And circling back to point one, when you feel that there is a diet coming, there is this compulsion to eat whatever foods that you can get your hands on because you know there's coming a time where it's not going to be available. Sometimes it can feel that you're not worthy of eating foods that you actually like. So if that hits home with you, I want you to take it from me, a professional, a registered dietitian, that you have permission to only eat foods that you like. And I caveat this by saying for the most part. And why I say for the most part is, you know, it's unrealistic to say that everything that you eat for the rest of your life is going to be something that you love and that you enjoy and that brings you satisfaction. That's just unrealistic and isn't going to happen. So when I say for the most part, I mean that most of the foods that you eat should be foods that you enjoy. However, especially during the festive period, there's going to be times where it's not possible to eat something that you like. For example, I'll give you an example of myself. I'm really not a fan of Christmas cake. But whenever I um, am at home for Christmas and I go visit a relative, at some point I'm going to be offered Christmas cake. And even though I really don't like it, there is not a chance in hell I am refusing that carrot cake. For many reasons. Firstly, that person has put so much love and care into providing this, into making this gorgeous cake. And secondly, food is part of social connection and enjoying foods with loved ones helps us to feel closer to them. So for the most part, aim to eat foods that you actually enjoy. But do remember that it's not realistic to only have pleasurable, satisfying experiences. And, you know, the time might come where you just have to eat your cousin's half-baked brownies because he put so much love into them. All right, moving on. Tip number three for managing festive binge eating is to predict triggers and challenging times in advance. Sure, this festive period is such a lovely time. All the twinkly, sparkly lights and the crispy cold weather and daily hot chocolates and Instagram pictures that just look perfect. But that's the thing. There is this pressure for your festive period to be perfect. And if you've listened to past episodes, then you know how I feel about perfectionism. On top of struggling with food, perhaps you work in retail and by the end of the festive period, you're just absolutely wrecked. Or maybe you have a relative who is constantly commenting on your weight and the thought of meeting them and them having to look you up and down and mention your weight just sends a shiver down your spine, which is totally understandable, by the way. Knowing all you know now about binge eating and the triggers, 
Can you take a moment and look back on past Decembers and pinpoint any key moments that may have triggered you to binge eat? If you can't, don't worry, it's no big deal. But if you can, well, then you maybe you can put some protective strategies in place this year to make sure it doesn't happen again. You might identify stress as being a major trigger for you and prioritizing managing stress is the perfect place to start in order to reduce or overcome binge eating this December. Focus on stress management. There's no better place to begin. Or if you know you're going to be attending a family gathering and you know it's going to be challenging, you know it's always stressful and maybe you do have relatives who you don't quite get on with, you could try planning out that event from start until finish. So think about who you're going to talk to, what you're going to talk about and have some topics actually planned in advance. So things that obviously have nothing to do with weight or calories or food, but things that you can talk about that are easy enough topics to navigate that aren't too stressful for you. And as part of that, and I think most importantly, is to plan out an exit strategy. Think about what time you're going to leave that event at and make sure you stick to it. There's this whole facade that this festive period is a perfect time of year and it's so wonderful and joyful. And for many it is, and maybe for you, you enjoy some parts of it, but other parts you really find stressful. So just remember that good enough is good enough. And lastly, tip number four for navigating festive binge eating is to allow binges to happen. And actually, this goes for all times of the year. You have to allow yourself to binge if it happens and forgive yourself for it. It would be really easy for me just to say now, all right, those are my top tips. Go on and have a nice binge-free festive December now. But the thing is, what are we doing there? We've just established this black and white mindset because if you do binge, well, then you have failed because I've said you're going to have a binge-free December, right? When we say that, it becomes pass or fail. And that's not a good mindset to have when trying to overcome binge eating. Alongside smashing the taboo of binge eating, one of my goals is to help you to overcome it, of course. But I'm under no illusions that that's going to happen straight away. If this episode helps you to just draw some awareness into binge eating around this time of year, then I'm happy out. I've done my job. So just to sum up the key points again, keep reminding yourself that there's no diet coming in January and that you can eat these delicious foods in January as well. It's not just all about December. As much as possible, choose foods that you actually like. Tip number three is to predict challenging times and put some protective strategies in place. And tip number four is allow binges to happen and forgive yourself for them. All right, so there you have it. Those are my main points of advice for navigating festive binge eating. I really hope that you found them valuable. If you did, I would be so grateful if you could rate and review this podcast on iTunes and do come and say hi to me on Instagram. I'm at binge.eating.dietitian. I would love to hear how you're spending December and the festive period this year. And I'll see you on the next episode. If you found this podcast helpful, you are going to greatly benefit from my binge eating recovery program. No more second guessing every food choice. No more starting a new plan every Monday. 
No more pacing up and down your kitchen trying to pull yourself out of a binge. Go to the link in the description of this episode for my binge eating recovery program where you can start your binge eating recovery today. 